0: Hi, I'm Dahlia Rose, and this is Kinky Facts You May Not Have Known. This podcast does contain adult content, and it is not suitable for minors, and it's definitely not safe for work. Listener discretion is advised. Last month, we honored the late Betty White. Sadly, it's only February, and we've lost a lot of legendary people. Today we're honoring another legendary actor as we are discussing the life and work of the great Sidney Poitier. Sidney Poitier was born on February 20th, 1927 in Miami, Florida. He was the youngest child of Evelyn Outen and Reginald James Poitier, the youngest of seven children. He was born unexpectedly while his parents were on a business trip. He was born three months premature. During his childhood, his family owned a farm on Cat Island in the Bahamas, but they would frequently travel to Miami to sell their produce. When he was 15, he was sent to Miami to live with his older brother's family. This was during the Jim Crow era in the United States where segregation between races was enforced, mostly in the South. Since he had a hard time living in an environment of extreme racism, and honestly, who wouldn't? He decided to move to New York City when he was 16. That's where he started his pursuit into acting. Working as a dishwasher and going on auditions in his free time, he worked towards getting into a production with the American Negro Theater. However, he failed his first audition as he had a hard time reading. A waiter he worked with offered to help Sidney and helped him become more fluent in reading by going over newspapers with him every night for several weeks. But like Miss White, Mr. Portier's acting career took a hiatus during World War II. In November 1943, he enlisted in the Army by fudging his age on his paperwork. At that time, he was posted to a veterans hospital in Northport, New York, where he was trained to work with psychiatric patients. The hospital had some questionable practices when it came to the treatment of their patients, and this upset Sydney. He feigned mental illness to obtain a discharge from the army. He did confess to a doctor that he was faking his condition, but the doctor was sympathetic to the way Sydney felt and granted him a discharge in December nineteen forty-four. After his discharge from the army, Portier went back to working as a dishwasher, and auditioning on the side. Eventually, he did have a successful audition and got a role with the American Negro Theater. However, his reception by audiences was cold at the best. People found his Bahamian accent hard to understand, and he was unable to sing as he was extremely tone-deaf. But he didn't let that stop him from his dream of acting. He devoted himself to perfecting his craft and even worked on changing his accent. After taking the time away from acting to perfect his voice, he was cast in a Broadway production of Lysistrata, which led to him being offered an understudy role for the production of Anna Lucasta. In 1949, after being in many stage productions, he was offered his first silver screen role in a movie called No Way Out. In the movie, Portier played a doctor treating a racist white dude. This role led to more roles that were increasingly more interesting, according to Portier. Throughout the 1950s, Portier worked on a lot of what we now know as classic films. These films included many big name actors for the time, including The Defiant Ones, with co star Tony Curtis, for which Portier won the British Academy Film Award for Best Foreign Actor. He also received a Golden Globe nomination for his role in the film adaptation of Porgy and Bess. In the 1960s, Portier was gaining popularity. In 1961, he starred in the film adaptation of A Raisin in the Sun and Paris Blues. 1967 was the most successful year of his career as he starred in To Sir With Love, In the Heat of the Night, and Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. For his role in Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, film critic Roger Ebert described Portier's character as a, quote, noble, rich, intelligent, handsome, ethical, medical expert. He also went on to say that the film is, quote, a magnificent piece of entertainment. After the success of Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, people began to criticize Sidney for being typecast as, quote, an over-idealized African-American character,"s who were not permitted to have any sexuality or personal faults. In 2002, Mr. Portier received the Honorary Academy Award for his contribution to American cinema. This honor was topped off by Denzel Washington winning the Best Actor Award for the film Training Day and honoring Portier in his acceptance speech by saying, quote, "I'll always be chasing you, Sidney. I'll always be following in your footsteps. There's nothing I would rather do, sir." While his personal life was successful, his private life was rocky. In April 1950, he married Juanita Hardy, to which he was wed until 1965. Together, the couple had four daughters. During their marriage, Portier carried on a nine-year affair with actress Diane Carroll. Then in January 1976, he married one of his co-stars, Joanna Shimkus. Whom he remained married to until his death. The couple had two daughters together. In total, Mr. Portier had six children, eight grandchildren, and three great grandchildren. On January 6, 2022, the legend that was Sidney Portier passed away at his home in Beverly Hills. He was 94 years old. His cause of death was listed as cardiopulmonary failure with Alzheimer's disease and prostate cancer. Throughout his life, he earned many awards and honors, such as Oscar for Best Actor in 1963, one Grammy Award, two Golden Globes, one British Academy Film Award, the Academy Honorary Award, the AFI Achievement Award, a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, the BFTA Fellowship Award, the Kennedy Center Honor, the Presidential Medal of Freedom, and he was named an Honorary Knight Commander of the Order of the British Empire by Queen Elizabeth II. He was also given the honorary degree of Doctor of Fine Arts by the University of Miami. Many people have sung the praises of this trailblazer. Denzel Washington has said, quote, Before Sidney, African-American actors had to take supporting roles in major studio films that were easy to cut out in certain parts of the country. But you couldn't cut Sidney Portier out of a Sydney Portier picture. Former President Barack Obama has said that Portier had quote advanced the nation's dialogue on race and respect and opened doors for a generation of actors. To say that American cinema wouldn't have been the same without Sydney Portier is a huge understatement. He worked hard to perfect his craft and pave the way for some of our favorite actors. He is a legend that will truly be missed. This has been Kinky Facts You May Not Have Known with Dahlia Rose. If you'd like more kinky facts, please feel free to follow me on Instagram or TikTok at Kinky Facts Podcast. That's all one word. To contact me with Kinky Facts suggestions, please email me at kinkyfactspodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. If you've liked my podcast, please subscribe to be informed of new weekly episodes, and reviews are also helpful. Thank you for joining me, and I hope you'll come back soon.